0: All right, here we go. we do a podcast for you all. what looks to be a glorious Monday. Al is uh, probably approaching his car right now somewhere in Long Island to make the trek home to Bradley Beach. So, joined by the Eddie no Ed Jockerman. Who do you think we're talking? What's up, Eddie? Hello, podcast people. So, a couple of things um, that hit me in the last 15 minutes as I was unprepared to do a podcast. And then some topics did come to mind. And one, so... Boomer and Gio were out at uh, the golf course today where they did the show, did a remote show, and it's for his charity golf event today, which is a great event at a beautiful golf course. And Boomer asked me, I guess two months ago, we found out about this event and it hit me about four weeks ago. Do they really want me out there on a football Monday? Mm -hmm. Um, And part of that is we don't have a tape op in the newsroom anymore. And Mondays are incredibly difficult with all the sound. So I really let them make the decision and they did the, especially G knowing the business said, you're better off just being here. All good. And then, you know, Boomer invited me to play golf and then I'm thinking, all right, is there a way I could probably, no, I couldn't. And the one thing that the main reason aside from the work here was my brother's moving today um, and he's moving into a new condo and it's relatively close to where I live And I know he's going to need help, and I would like to be around for him today. So that was why I didn't really explore or ask uh, Spike for some help in the newsroom. I figured, you know what? He's going to need help, meaning my brother. He's moving. Big day. And it hit me, and it's a long backstory to get to the point I'm making, but Mm -hmm. it hit me. He's single, has always been single, and has zero interest in getting married, much like Al. Right. So over the weekend... I had noticed that I did not put clothes away from Friday. And I left them on the bed in the spare bedroom from playing whatever we did Friday. And we were we were at home. I could change, take a shower, left the clothes. And my wife's great. Kim really is pretty good. But at one point, she's like, could you just do me a favor and just not leave your clothes on the floor in the spare bedroom? And I'm like, yeah, no, she's 100% yes. right. But it hit me when I was thinking about my brother moving. If you live by yourself, who gives a rat's ass... If you leave your clothes on the floor in the spare bedroom, if you don't make the bed one morning just because you don't want to make the bed, if you decide to use the dishwasher, not use the dishwasher, it really is amazing what a, on both sides, Mm -hmm. men and women, how much compromise there is in relationships.
1: Sure. And then it's just, it's on you. What level of disorderliness do you, can you tolerate your own self? And you can understand why some people in those situations, it's a what we would think of as a disaster, their home. Yes. Uh, but it's, like you said, if you don't have anyone else, who cares? You do what you want. If it doesn't bother you, who the hell cares?
0: It's amazing how you really have to, because I think it's even, well, especially in financial situations too. Like I think about, so... A little – had my kids not started playing golf this year. Okay. Okay.
1: Wait, did, didn't didn't Matthew already play a little bit?
0: Very little. Like, I would take them out once or twice a year, but that would be it. Okay. And I would hope that they would just hit the ball forward and we could move. And I would take them to crappy golf courses where I knew there wouldn't be a lot of people out there. Um, but neither one of them really showed that much of an interest in playing all that much. Joseph wrapped up in baseball and basketball. Matthew with high school sports, basketball, and baseball as well. And so when I would take them out, I would take them out with my dad. So the four of us would play. It'd be kind of nice. My dad loves it. I enjoy it. And I could only play a little bit because of all the coaching and everything. So I would take them out maybe twice a year. And they would be like, that was fun. Where are we getting lunch? There was no, like, draw to it. Then this year, Matthew, once baseball ended, he went out and started playing a couple of times with his friends and got hooked. I something clicked He started hitting the ball, and he loved it, to where the me, him, and Joe, we've probably played now this year, no joke, we've probably played 40 rounds together. Wow. Yeah, it's been a lot. Now, part of that is, and again, long way to get to the point of this. In August, I joined a place because I was spending so much money when the three of us would go play. I looked into joining a place, and I did more than I should be spending at this point with him going to college and Joseph still years away from college. Financially irresponsible, but I also feel like the time I'm spending with them is priceless. So,
1: And it's, all, it, it's a stupid question. It's open to your whole family. That membership is for your family? I got family.
0: memberships for me and them, too. And Kim, I have to pay for her to come play. She can use the place, and she can go there for different events, but if she wants to play golf, she's got to pay.
1: Okay, so but you have to pay a separate membership for...
0: For the boys, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. much less than what I'm paying because they're 18 and 13. But yes, I do pay for them to go. Okay. And like I said, financially irresponsible, but the time I'm spending with them, I don't give a crap. I think it's great. Point is, if I wanted to do that last year with them not playing, I'm sure it'd be a conversation that if I make most of the money, why should I have to clear it with the wife or my spouse or my girlfriend? But you do because... Well, you're into this. Yes. Yeah. Like this partnership. Whereas my brother, if he wants to join a golf club, go to Atlantic City, hop a flight to Vegas. Just do it. Just do it. Who cares? Just do what you want. Like the life Al has led until he really got involved with Gina for the most part.
1: Yeah. But even, even then they're not, there's no legal. They're not married. Right.
0: That is true. But I do feel like he's got, there's a sense of him that is very uh, responsible in that way with her.
1: Yeah, and also Al is wise with his money.
0: Yeah, very much so. Absolutely. Anyway. Yes. It just, I don't know. That whole thing hit me when my brother was talking about what he wants to do, how he's going to do it, when, where. I'm like, like when huh, I- that's pretty good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but It's for- pretty good. And I've been, I don't know when, What? how old were you when you were married? 25. Okay. Oh, so not too much old. I was 23. Okay. But I had been sort of in that mindset for a few years before that even. So I don't know any other way. Yeah. Sort of.
0: You were 23, huh? I got engaged at 23.
1: Yeah, I got engaged at 21. Wow. Yeah. That's young. Yeah, yeah.
0: Not young in 1950.
1: No. But young in the 90s. 1989. 89. It was. Were you
0: here at that point at 23? Uh, You were, right?
1: Yes. I, yeah. I got I w- I got engaged about a month before my internship started. Got engaged August 5th of So 89. you
0: got So hold on, so you got engaged prior to having like a real full-time job?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: What was the plan?
1: I Yeah, I don't know.
0: You I didn't get, have a plan.
1: Not really, no. I mean, I had just started the internship. I didn't know that that would work out. I was an economics major and I did, while I thought the internship was awesome and cool and great and fun, I didn't have any idea that it would lead to a career. This thirty-four years later, yeah. Um, and I was an economic major, and after I graduated, while I was doing at that time part-time shifts here, I was going out and doing like boring job interviews. Wow, I did about four or five of them, and was just like, oh my god.
0: You know, I've never been on a job interview. Yeah. Which is, I mean, the one with you and Spitz. Yeah. Just for an internship. Yeah, me too. But that's been it. Yeah. Everything else has been the jobs I've had. I guess you would call them interviews. They were more phone call conversations. Are you interested? We'd love to have you. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great. But never, I've never had to put the suit on and go sit in an office and bring a res. Like I haven't written a resume since my last year in college.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I had, I had hadn't either until this was in 2007 when the Giants bought their rights back. Yeah, sure. Football Giants. Yep. And I had done work on the Giants radio broadcasts, been field producer, booth producer. Um, and I kind of, I, I thought I owed it to myself, even though I really had no, as it turned out, I had no interest in leaving this place. I... I went for an interview with for that Giants, and that's the only other time. Interesting. Right? And I I had to you know refresh my memory on how to create a resume and yeah, all that yeah. stuff. And and then after I think I had scheduled the interview, and then in between when the interview happened, uh, but or before the interview happened, but after I scheduled it, the whole IMUS mm-hmm. thing happened.
0: Yeah,
1: and the radio station was reeling and I just felt awful. Like I didn't want to leave during that, you know, leave him in the lurch kind of a thing, Yeah, which is stupid, of course, but it's just the way I I thought. So,
0: It is interesting that you would have that feeling about a place, regardless of how long you've been there, Mm -hmm. only from the standpoint of at some point while your boss may not want to do it, might have to let you go. Of course. And yet you were in a position where you might have been able to walk away at a time of you know financial crisis with what happened and the company was in a, was in a bad way and yet yeah. you felt not obligated but almost a responsibility to see it through.
1: I felt I, I felt like I would be leaving at the a terrible time. Right, like you're and, jumping
0: off the sinking ship.
1: Correct. And it, I it, it's like Right or wrong, I've always... This place is like a family
0: to yeah. me. Understood. You know,
1: I just, and I really was... I was all broken up about it.
0: Yeah, I remember those were some very difficult... I remember going home, you know, telling my wife, I don't know if I'm going to have a job in six months. Yeah. This was before... Uh, clearly before Boomer and Carton, obviously. Yeah. And even that, for me, was... I was a year after they started before I jumped in the morning. Yeah, um, But I remember being... You know what the big one was? I'm not going to say who it was, but there was one salesperson that really needed some help saving an account and had Mike and Chris go try and save the account. And when they came back and the account couldn't be saved, I remember the look on his face told me a lot. And I thought, ew, we Mm -hmm. are in trouble.
1: And there were a few people who did leave.
0: Yes, for sure.
1: And some that left and, and then came back. Yep.
0: That is true too,
1: because uh, if you remember, it was when when it was known that Imus was going to be back at a different radio mm-hmm. station. Yep, yep, yep. Some of our
0: well, when they're people. your clients and they want to yeah. go with him, I do understand that. Hundred percent, I do. I mean, it's that—that's your in that case, that's your
1: livelihood. Mm-hmm. So
0: difficult decisions, but yeah. I do understand it. So the other thing I saw coming in here, which really fascinated me, it's something I knew, but when you see it, you're like, wow. We always talk about the difference between TV and radio. Mm-hmm. For us to do this podcast, it's literally me and you and some software, and you do all the uploading, and boom, you've got a podcast. Mm-hmm. When we do a radio show, it's literally as little as someone inside and someone in here and making sure the transmitter's on, and right. you've got a radio show. And if
1: you want to even scale it down further, it could be if you had a board capable hosts like a mike fliegelman for sure like a chris McMahon well, you could do it yourself and by the way it's you probably could do it although it's been a long time for you running the yeah program. i'd have
0: to be retrained on the yeah, software
1: you could do sure. it sure. and in fact probably 90 percent of our hosts could do it yeah so you could You literally have a one-man operation.
0: Yes, and in some cases it would be it would sound far worse. In some cases it would sound far better, depending upon the Mm -hmm. relationship between the producer and the host. But when I was walking in here, the Yes Network rerun of yesterday's game showed all the credits Mm -hmm. of what it takes to put on a TV uh, a baseball game on television. Mm -hmm. Eddie, there had to have been a thousand people Mm -hmm. that work. uh, Maybe not a thousand, but you get my point. Yeah, yeah, hundreds of people that work on a Yankee game. Whereas now you think about it on radio, we have an engineer, you got John Susan and two people back here, maybe. Mm-hmm. And you get a professional sounding baseball game on the radio in New York. And yet to watch that game, it is hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. But it, it's a, if it, 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 see, they seem so related and yet couldn't be further
1: apart. And, and, uh, and even all the people that are sort of involved at the highest levels, like, you know, Spike Eskin and Chris Olivero and our engineering staff and department, you could credit them too, but TV probably, and that number is 10 times more people also of the credits that really don't need to be credited, Mm -hmm. but they set everything up and, or pay for everything. But yeah. And even our own Boomer and uh, Geo staff on the TV side.
0: It's a lot more people than we have.
1: Probably at least three times more full-time employees? I would think guess? so. I
0: mean, we're we're really just a cast of five. Mm-hmm. And then I guess you want to, you need an engineer to make sure it's up and running. So six people?
1: Like, uh, Yes.
0: I mean, someone's got to be back there in, in case, case something case. happens. Yes. So um, you're really talking on a day-to-day basis. We're six people.
1: Because you want to separate Anthony because that's a whole different, it's digital. It's oh, Gallo does. Department. yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I just meant the show Correct. every day. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you know I email six people every day just what cuts I'm playing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, it is just such a different world. And like the difference between doing games on radio, games on TV, like I've done, this is my eighth year at Rutgers after 11, I'm sorry, after 10 with, with Columbia. So in 17 years of doing basketball play-by-play 30 games a year essentially Mm -hmm. you're talking I've done almost I have done I've done 500 games right around in radio you do your work you show up your engineer has you up you talk to the producer in your headset you do a game I tell you doing games I've done a few on TV it is some process for like the crappiest of crappy games the Mm -hmm. production that goes into it for something that is a two hour event in out and it's like wow it's just a different world yeah, and I, I guess it has to be for it to look good, but it's overkill. In a lot of cases, uh, it's overkill.
1: I have always thought so, but who am I to say? And perhaps there are unions involved more. I so suppose. on the television. Yeah, side. I, know, I suppose. But um, yeah, I yeah, I I I give you a good example. Mind-boggling.
0: So here, now I know it's it's a little different with the hosts, but I can only talk from well. I can talk from both responsibilities because I've I've hosted too. If you give me, when Flegelman produces, and I'm hosting in the summer, he gives me basically all the reads for the full hour, not break by break, full hour. Mm -hmm. Great. So they're labeled. I know what's coming up. They're timed. You can see when. And they're my normal show. Al gives me my reads for the day. They're right there. So this is an example. I was at, oh God, Illinois State. I did a game a few. It was like five years ago now on CBS Sports Network. So I've got someone in my headset. I can hear the producer. The, I guess, field producer is what they're called, is also on a headset. He's telling both of us what reads are coming up next. She's there to hear him to tell me what I heard him tell me, what I'm supposed to grab. Mm. I I can do that. (laughs) it's right in front of me. Mm -hmm. If it's laid out, it's just, I don't know. It's a lot
1: that goes into it. Again, a lot of uh, redundancy.
0: Yes. Before we get into AI... Just because we're talking about the TV, I saw that uh, Sean McManus is retiring. Yes. So David Burson is taking over.
1: I don't know him. Do you know him?
0: So I've never... I might have met him once, but big wig at CBS Sports. Mm -hmm. Do you know that when Craig was arrested, and I did the rest of that year with Boomer, you know I got one of the nicest emails from Mr. Burson. Really? And I've saved it all these years because I always figured someone that high up having taken two minutes out of his day to thank me and tell me what a nice job I did for the last few mi- months, how it was seamless. Yeah, I've always remembered that about him. Oh, that's, very nice man.
1: That's very nice.
0: Very nice man. That yes. is a
1: that is a check mark in the good column.
0: Oh, I you're you're damn right. So really, one of the only people that sent me that email. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. All right. I read in the paper this morning: Robin Williams' daughter is furious with artificial intelligence. And how she is noticing that some companies are trying to recreate his voice or Mm -hmm. they're using his voice for artificial intelligence. And I don't know if it's to pitch products. I'm not really sure what she's referencing, but how upset she is that he always passed away a long time now. Mm -hmm. Now his voice is coming back to life as if he's still here. And a couple pages after that, Tom Hanks is warning people that they are recreating his voice to say things he didn't say. Mm Mm-hmm you're all up on this stuff talk about the slippery slope we're about to endeavor
1: oh yeah it's it's quite frightening because you can literally make anyone say anything and it would be hard to disprove it unless you had a, a evidence chain of that was created by ai but and also we're not far from having it video it being it's listening. scary yeah But this is a different. This is. I thought you were going to go more towards AI taking over itself, not people using AI for nefarious purposes.
0: No, you mean in terms of basically killing us?
1: Yeah, the whole Terminator scenario.
0: I wasn't going there yet. No. Nothing would shock me.
1: No. But there were probably still some decades away from that if uh. it, if it at all is possible.
0: You know, I don't know though because think about how far and fast we've come. Yes. I mean, everything seems to be Alan and I always talk about this. The telephone was created in what year? 1900?
1: Uh probably yeah, maybe early late 1800s or early okay. 1900s.
0: We didn't have a cell phone until 1990. Yeah. It was like that corded phone was good for 100 years. Mhm. And then all of a sudden we had this technology of a cell phone, and within within twelve or thirteen years, maybe even less than that, that cell phone became a computer in our hand. Mm-hmm. And you think about how rapidly things are changing. Then all of a sudden it went from it's a computer in our hand to we can look and talk to you at the same time. Like yes. we've really gone very far, very fast. So you, who knows? Maybe it's maybe they have it already, the technology to do that stuff.
1: Uh, well, I mean it's just it's not it's not so much the technology it's just when the machine starts to learn on its own and repair itself and then when does it become sentient you know they call that the singularity the ai singularity whatever threshold that is where all of a sudden they are
0: when you say they who's they
1: the the machines themselves like once once it becomes sentient that's the singularity and then is it a, is it an actual consciousness or not? But that's, that's the, and this question.
0: would be the machines infiltrating robots. Like what is that? No.
1: Well, they would have somewhere and on some server, it becomes sentient. Then what's that word mean? you you talking uh, to idiots like me? Conscious. conscious. Like, uh, that it's a being. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like we are mm-hmm. like whenever that happens in the, uh, after conception when does that when does it become a person you know what i mean Mm -hmm. that whole thing so and then what does it think of us what is it then does it then try to protect itself by hiding itself and spreading itself so even if you destroy the machine where it was created it's then out there oh great and then it can then get into all the systems and Things that we depend upon now, and what does it do? What happens? Do we instill our morality in it by when we created it? But people's morality changes over time too, and how fast because they learn much faster. How quickly would their morality, if they ever had any, how would that change? And
0: yeah. Frightening stuff.
1: Yeah, but there's also some people who think that it just can never happen as a point of like a machine. You have to have life, organic life to be conscious So I I don't believe that, So, Hmm. but that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other discussion.
0: Because with the whole, coming back to the way I was discussing the AI from these two examples, like if you saw a video of, let's say, yourself Mm -hmm. on social media. Mm-hmm. basically spewing hate right Why would I think it's not real
1: right Of course like,
0: like how do you even defend against it off of something that looks and sounds exactly like right. you
1: and, and and people you know want to believe things of, of, of certain people if they have a certain ideology and they'll think whatever but we're get, gonna get to the point if we're not already there where you can't believe anything agreed that you see out on, you know, unless you see something with your own eyes, right. And hear it with your own ears, then you can't really believe anything.
0: Even like the, I don't think it's the iPhone. I think it's the Google pixel phone. I think maybe they both have the technology. I'm not sure where they have the magic eraser and the photos. Yes. Like now you're telling me I can take anything or anybody out of a picture that I took, or I can add someone Mm -hmm. to the picture. It's all phony.
1: Right. And there are ways to detect it with metadata, but let's be honest, 99%, maybe a higher percentage, don't know anything about metadata and proving things and, and finding things out like that. It's just not what, you know, people aren't going to be bothered to do that. No. And, and with the whole AI, with using, you know, people, the dead performers, we've had for a few years now, like, you can have a hologram yeah. of a, yeah. So I guess this is that was somehow acceptable or with the permission of the estate. I guess I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think if I I think if the family approves it, and if it's a source of entertainment, mm-hmm. and there's an understanding, and there are contracts written, and you know what you're watching when you're watching it, I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. As opposed to what we're talking about, people creating something that isn't and not telling you what it is or is not. Mm-hmm. That's a dangerous game.
1: Yes. But I I know there was after Carrie Fisher had passed uh they used in some of the later Star Wars like a CGI of her uh and and that in that one sort of prequel show Rogue One prequel movie they had a total CGI of her young and also one of the other actors from the original Star Wars who had passed and it's just people are weird about it but I think as we go on, I, I don't think people will be weird about it.
0: Speaking of weird, before we go, did you see the,
1: uh, where was it?
0: The mushroom looking moon around Saturn that was picked up not. on the, uh, was it the Hubble telescope?
1: or the web. I forget
0: what it was. The Webb
1: telescope,
0: probably. I think so. I saw an image of it. So if I type in mushroom, it looks like something. Um, I'm going to put mushroom moon, Saturn. I think that's what it was uh da, 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 da. i gotta find it now god damn it De-de-de. i can't say. i can't find it of course it was in the post this morning anyhow it looks like something out of super mario brothers <laughs> it's bizarre looking it literally looks like a floating mushroom in space and they're saying that's a moon that is a small moon that they just detected i guess yeah i really thought this was in the post today i'm, I'm almost certain it was I wanted to ask you about it and I forgot to look it up and okay. then have the have the story for you with the headline so that you would know but
1: it is what it is not that big a deal. So
0: uh, what else do you want to talk about?
1: Uh I, I I'm good. You're good.
0: <laughs> You're good. I did have some other stuff believe it or not but I went in a different direction. Um uh, let's see. I have, have the headlines I liked that I didn't that I did not get into cuz we're running out of time anyhow. Eh, I can't find it now. Well, whatever. There's a mushroom looking. Oh, this headline was funny. Arnold says cheating on Maria Shriver affair with housekeeper is his F up. You think? Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's Maria's fault. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so stupid. Some of these headlines and some of the stuff, I don't know how much you look at the post or any newspaper. The head, it blows me away. The time we're living in to where I read headlines. I like this can't be real. And the stuff is real. That's why I like when I host, I like doing that rip from the headline stuff mm-hmm. because it's these things that are going on are unbelievable. Like you've got a president. Right now, and this is going to go both ways. You've got a president right now who fumbles his words, has fallen down, and is aging before our eyes, Mm -hmm. and he is the leader of the free world. Yes. Meantime, the guy who was the president, that I think is the favorite to be the president again, is going to court numerous times.
1: (sighs) Yeah.
0: What the hell time are we living in?
1: Yeah, and it's going to be a fascinating election cycle because... Neither party wants their lead dog to represent. Them. I know
0: it's just crazy times. yeah, there's still a war going on.
1: Mm-hmm. It,
0: yeah, nuts. absolutely nuts. All right. well, thank you for sitting in. Oh my pleasure. Um, nothing else from you? No. all right. No. well, you brought a lot to the table. I do appreciate it. okay. And uh, we got the warm-up show. Al was there out at Eagle. Uh, no, Glen Oaks. Uh, he was live on remote. So me and him coming up next. And then uh, that's it. We'll see you tomorrow. Eddie will do the see a thing. And then we'll see you. So When
1: this happened, you talked about it on the fan.
0: Manning calling signals takes a snap, looks left, lots it left, first is wide open, touchdown Giants, in the left corner of the end zone. Touchdown. With 35 seconds to go, the Giants regain the lead, manning the first.
1: When New York sports happens, talk about it
0: here. The Fan 1019FM and always live on the Free Odyssey app. <laughs> and jerry don't worry it's only an hour long and most days it doesn't suck all right here we go we start a new week it's monday 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 the eddie schizzeri i respect the marino jersey even though your team got trampled yesterday and across from me about 50 miles away i can see him on the screen his name is al zachary dukes what's up man oh good morning jerry how are you i'm fine i'm good the cowboys okay, good. gave bill belichick his worst loss as a head coach in 30 years i'm good
2: sure did and you're right eddie's dolphins got their Teeth kicked in. Ass kicked. A little ass kicking. We thought that was going to be a nice back-and-forth, high-scoring game, but uh, no, that got uh, destroyed. But, Jerry, I did uh, wake up this morning super early. I gave uh, my dog to Gina for the night because I needed to wake up early to watch the uh, 45-minute version of the New uh, uh, York-Jet-Kansas City Chief game there, Jerry. And um, I know what we're going to get today from the audience. They're going to say that uh, Zach Wilson played very well, and this loss is not on Zach. And... He did have a very key fumble, though, Jerry.
0: He did. But at
2: the end of that game.
0: he's To me, he's, uh, once again, one of about five different reasons why they lost. Correct. And he's also one of a few reasons why they almost won. Also correct, Jerry. Yeah. I think
2: both of those things can be true. You know what I'm tired
0: of? Well, about how great the defense is—that's what I'm tired too. of. I am sick so of those guys. sick and tired of these guys talking about DJ me Reed. Too. We could be historic. No, actually, you can't. You're very—you're better than average. I give you that. But you had—you had times last night to get off the field, couldn't. The first quarter was an embarrassment I, to me. First and foremost, defense's fault.
2: I agree, Jerry. They had the—they uh, gave up 17 points, seemingly what felt like right away. Uh, and then on two different occasions late in the game, they gave up huge, long third downs. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, just kept the Chiefs a-rolling. And uh, we had a missed field goal. I mean, there was all sorts. We had a, a, a penalty and called on Sauce Gardner. That yep. maybe wasn't a penalty. So, was a lot of different things contributed to this uh, Jets loss. Although, you know, they hung in there for a little while, Jerry. You know they that, made it a nice game. They
0: did more than that. It's 20-20 to 20 in the fourth quarter. They had, they, they legit had – they score the opening yep. drive of the third quarter. They go right down the field. They've got all the momentum in this game. They make yeah. it 20-20. to 20. And they don't score again. And they had opportunities. Right. The the part defensively that bothered me. And you, there's a lot of different um, a lot of different spots in this game you can be annoyed. But I actually wrote this down, Al. Oh, you did, Jerry. So, you took some notes, did you? Yeah. So after the Jets get the drive to start the third quarter, they go right down the field and score. And by the way, I don't know if the 45-minute version showed it, but I wrote down the horribly missed throw that Zach Wilson had Garrett Wilson for a touchdown yes. on. And then, like, three plays later, he hits Suzama for the touchdown. That showed me a lot. I thought it was pretty good. Right, and so it
2: didn't really matter after
0: No, and then the fact that he scrambled in for the the two-point game. All good, right? Mm-hmm. The very next drive, Kansas City goes right down the field. Now, I know it's a field goal. It's not a touchdown. But C.J. Mosley had a ball in his hands that could have stopped the drive, could have picked off Mahomes, who was throwing the ball to them all night. But they, they give up the three right away. That drive bothered me.
2: Yeah, I mean, I have a bunch of things written down here, Jerry. That uh, the fumble was with seven twenty four remaining. Right. That was big. The third and twenty three with six twenty one oh, left the in the scramble. game that they gave up. Yep. Oh. The third and twenty that uh, they got picked, but then that's when sauce was uh, called for. I, I hate that, play. and I
0: hate that call too. You know yeah. why I hate it? Because it took the official. Like, I'm not saying this is what he did. It felt like to me. Ball picked off, let's throw a flag. That flag came out late.
2: You think that was a let's let the Chiefs win this one? Well,
0: let me ask you this. If the holding happened prior to him catching and picking off the ball, and I mean a good solid second or two before he caught the ball and picked it off, he starts the return – and then the flag comes out. Good point, yeah, Jerry. That's what it looks like to me. Conspiracy like, we, theory. We I like this, it. We can't let this happen. We can't. What are we doing here?
2: These are the Chiefs. we got to let the Chiefs win. We can't let the Jets oh. win, Jerry.
0: And can Greg Zerloin make a 50-yard field goal? That's yeah, another on. one. Come on, Greg. Before the half. I mean, yeah. there's just so many things that, that bother. Now, there were some good things, but so many things still bothered you about this game.
2: Yeah, there were multiple, uh, I know. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, what would you what would you give Zach Wilson's overall performance? Including... We want to give his
0: overall performance.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he had four home runs. <laughs> um, yeah, well, give, let's give him a letter grade, Jerry. What would you give him, uh, taking everything into account? B-plus. B-plus. Yeah,
0: I actually thought after the first, so again, that first quarter, so here was my plan yesterday, Al. I actually was planning on watching this game. Like last night, not this morning. All right. And so <laughs> you see it's 17 nothing in the first quarter. I'm like, All right, yep. well, there goes Good those night, plans everybody. right out the window. Yep. And I turned it off, and no joke. Remember you and I were talking Friday about how helpless a coach can feel on the sideline if you ever think you can ever stop the, the other team? Yes. So I turn off the TV thinking, when I wake up, have they given up 60 points? That's what I thought. I thought that they were going to just get annihilated in this game. And when I woke up, of course, to go to the bathroom at uh, halftime, um, after halftime, Jerry, I basically slept for forty minutes and had to get up. Um, I checked my phone and I saw twenty to twelve. I was like, "What? Twenty to twelve? How is that possible?" And then I took the TV on. And they were still in commercial. I fell back asleep. So I watched the the rest of the game this morning when I got in nice and early. But um, I was I was surprised. How I thought they hung in being down seven. Think about this. I know there were a lot of Chief fans there, but think about the slings and arrows that Zach Wilson has taken. He's in his home stadium, probably getting booed by whatever Jet fans were there. They're down 17 nothing after the first quarter. It would have been very easy for them to kind of, for him to crawl into a hole and just disappear. I thought he played well.
2: He did. Now, I did, you're right, on the uh, field goal attempts, you could see the amount of Chiefs fans oh my God! back there. Yeah, a lot Ooh, of red, and red jerseys. How about the overhead
0: hell? shot that NBC would give you coming back didn't from breaks? They, we didn't, no, okay. They um, didn't show
2: the overhead shots on the uh, 45 on the, on the short
0: version. Short breaks. So, you know, you would get the, the blimp version, the overhead shots. Yeah, blimps. It looked like they were in Kansas City if you could X out the field. And That's, there's
2: no Kansas City Chiefs fans here. Those are all bandwagon well, punks. They're all bandwagon fans. You know that. Unlike me, Jerry. I stick with one team since childhood.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Fraud.
2: <laughs> a couple of the interesting things that uh, if you didn't catch the game itself and you look up and you – if you're a statistical box score kind of guy, Jerry, like I know you are, I know you like to have your Cheerios in the morning with your cup of coffee and uh, go over the box scores. If you were to look, uh, Zach Wilson had a better – statistical game than Patrick Mahomes. What are Patrick the chances Ma- of that?
0: Patrick Mahomes was off last night. He really was. I mean, he, he threw off. he threw two interceptions. Could have been four. Because Mosley drops the one on the drive I'm talking about. And um, the one thing about the uh, the drive I was talking about where I wanted the Jets to get a stop, that was in the yeah. second quarter. Um, right after the Jets had scored, then the Chiefs go right down and get the field goal. That was when Mosley should have picked off the ball. Then you had the Sauce Gardner hold Wiped away, was it Michael Carter? I forget who it was uh, that had the interception. Yeah, in another, Michael Carter. That, he should have had a four-interception night uh, yesterday, uh, but it turned out to be two. He, for whatever reason, he was not right after the first quarter. Now, the, the credit I will give the Jet defense is the game changed on the face mask in the end zone with Huff rushing, um, and I did think in the second half, for the most part, they played better. But that first quarter, to me, is where you can make the case the game was lost.
2: Right. And that's on the Jet defense, Jerry. Yeah. And there was no
0: resistance. And the then vaunted, again. vaunted.
2: Do you say vaunted?
0: You could say that.
2: The vaunted Jets defense. You could say it. By the way, that score being 23-20, that was really a 30-20 win because uh, Patrick Mahomes slid down at the two-yard line.
0: Correct. Correct. Oh, although you can make the case that he's he's sly he goes in for a touchdown and the Jets get the ball and go down and score, so you I don't suppose. know. you don't know. Plenty I suppose, of time left. Jerry.
2: Yeah, but I guess it ticked off people who uh, had don't care. The, I won. The Chiefs covering you won, Jerry. That was a good job by you in the Friday uh, afternoon or Friday morning picks. That's segment. right. You were the only one who took the Jets. Yeah, although I and that was all week. And everyone like, what, as soon as the spread came out and Gio ran to bed, it was like eight and a half, and everyone's like, "This is ridiculous." And Boomer said, "Is the spread talking to you? Is the spread <laughs> telling you things, Jerry?" It was.
0: Well, at seventeen nothing, it, it felt like something. a rocking chair game. Well,
2: yeah, that's true. At seventeen nothing,
0: it was seventeen nothing in the first quarter out. Yeah,
2: it got uh, happened quickly. Yeah, if I would have uh, been watching that game live, I'd have shut it right off.
0: Oh my god! I mean, I put was... on a
2: murder show, Jerry. Well, that's what I did. Murder mystery.
0: Uh, I didn't do that, but I turned it off at seventeen nothing. I'm like, what am I wasting my time for?
2: I would have put on that Encounters uh, show uh, mini-series on Netflix that's all about people who've been uh, uh, had interactions with UFOs.
0: Hmm, that sounds really it's exciting. It's brand
2: new. It's right. brand new. Check it out. No, I'll pass. Thanks. It's not great. No, <laughs> sure. Unfortunately, Jerry, it's not great. <laughs> now, a couple other things here. What else do I have here for you, Jerry? Oh, we did see that uh, Aaron Rodgers did attend the game, spoke with the Jets before the game, told them not to um, – not to point fingers, and then I guess he told Melissa Stark he's coming back after week seven.
0: Uh, did he say after week seven? I heard her say this season.
2: He said after the week seven bye. He's
0: not playing He will week rejoin eight.
2: the team permanently after the week yes, seven bye. Yes, that's to
0: be around the club and rehab. Mm-mm. And then she said, and he plans to play again this season. He's not playing week eight. I
2: don't know. That's what I heard, Jerry. <laughs> that's that's, my sources that's... are telling me after the bye, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> would be back under center. So no, 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 no.
0: Didn't say under center. Oh. He would be back with the team, meaning after he can team, leave he his – re- No, he was with the team yesterday. (laughs) Meaning he can leave his. He's going to go back to California today to continue his five-hour-a-day rehab sessions. He's going to do rehab here. I thought he told Melissa
2: Stark he was starting quarterback after the Week Seven (laughs) bye.
0: No, come on now. No, no, no.
2: Now the good news is, Jerry, the uh, Jets play the Broncos next.
0: Yeah, well, you know what? You yes, but 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 that's a win. Relax. counting a win. I'm taking a win right off the the bat. All right, hold on a second. I want to go back to one thing you said first, and then we'll get to the Broncos, okay? Yes. Do you think – you brought up the fact that Aaron Rodgers was there and he talked to the team. Do you think that having Rodgers there gave Wilson, I don't want to say confidence, but a little more comfort? Yes. And he was able to relax knowing that Big Brother was up in the sky watching?
2: I think uh, something was said to him like – don't be afraid to throw an interception. Get Throw that ball around. I agree. Yes. Yeah. I think – and and uh, that game's in Denver, the, the, the it next is. one. And that's big weed country, so fl- Aaron Rodger will probably go to that game too.
0: <laughs> he might be there. He might <laughs> yeah. be at every game now. Who knows?
2: We're going to get Zach uh, – what's his name, Jerry? Zach Wilson? Yeah, gummies. We're going to get him some gummies <laughs> prior to the game so he's relaxed.
0: Yeah, he can chill out. He can chill All out. Right. Here, hey, he- man. Here's the problem with the Broncos. All right. All right. They're down 28-7 to yesterday against Chicago. I don't know how much of this you watched or saw. I was
2: watching on a Red Zone channel. Oh, it was beautiful. I was like, everyone's like, the Bears have figured it out. The Bears are back, baby.
0: Well, the Bears figured it out for three quarters. What yeah. In the, if that coach isn't fired today after not kicking the field goal and going for the fourth and one yesterday. Eber Eberflus. Oh, my God. And then there were other issues that he had from the stuff I was reading. But – the, forget that. The Broncos did come back from three touchdowns down on the road. So while, yes, they're not a good team, yes, they gave up 70 points in Miami, yes, Zach Wilson played better, yes, the defense was better in the second half yesterday, it's not like this is a gimme spot. Right. It's, it's not a gimme spot. It's not. It's not. And if you get your hopes up and then you go get trashed in Denver, then where are we at?
2: Uh, Nowhere. Think? Well, what do you think about Trey Turner said the uh, f- the Philly who was a not good and then the fans decided that instead of booing him they were going to give him standing ovations. He he suggested the Jets try that with Zach Wilson. What if on the next well, okay let's say Jerry the 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 Jets go into Denver they win. I don't know what the Jets schedule is but when they come back what if we give him a standing ovation Jerry? Well,
0: that's what Brandon and Sal have been saying for three weeks now.
2: When is their show on? I, Jerry, by that point, I've had so much sports talk.
0: They've been pushing. It's
2: fallen out of my ears.
0: They've been pushing back Zach for the last two weeks.
2: Just saying. Pushing back
0: Zach? Pushing the notion Mm. of back back Zach. Zach. Oh, we're back on that. Yeah, see, I listen to them driving home every day. So they've been on this literally for two weeks. Oh, man. Just so you know, here's what the Jets have coming up. By the way, nothing easy. Uh, After Denver, they take on a team. I think you've heard of them. The Eagles.
2: The Eagles. Oh, yeah. Well, they were almost getting their butts whooped in uh, by Washington Yeah,
0: but but who won? They won. Yeah, and they're 4-0. Then after that, we've got the Battle of MetLife Stadium between the Jets and Giants. Giants.
2: That's going to be so much fun, Jerry.
0: Then you've got the Chargers. Oh, man. The Raiders.
2: All right. And the Bills. That's what's coming up next. So you're calling then this game in Denver must win. Yeah, 100%. That's a must win for the Jets. Yeah,
0: yeah. I Yes, you have to win this game. You if you don't win this, this game, one, the season's completely over. Yeah, season's over. Season would be over. Even a, with a
2: Aaron Rodgers coming
0: back after the week he's seven. He's not five. coming back. If, stop spreading uh, Jerry, yeah. false information. Melissa Stark. No.
2: She's got credibility.
0: She didn't say. He didn't tell her he's coming back to play after week seven. He will to be honest with, with, with you, Jerry. The team.
2: I only read the headline, and it seems like oh. the headline was like, he'd be back. No, Yes, with the team, but back, not Jerry. to play.
0: He's got to come back and rehab.
2: No, it was great too how Travis Kelsey was getting the ball a lot in the first quarter and, and then nothing like, do, 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 and then nothing. Yeah. Shut your face down.
0: He did literally nothing the rest of the game. Did you see by any chance the uh, the Carson Daly bit? I wanted to vomit.
2: Carson Daly bit? No, I did not see that, Jerry. Oh, Luckily, so you didn't I, watch, I, you I didn't
0: even f- see in the pre-nothing.
2: I I've got to, I had to get up at one I, o'clock in the I'm morning. I'm just asking the question. Long Island is like where? I know I think that Long Island's right next to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> it's not next to Florida. <laughs> no, I watched the a uh, beautiful. And by the way, I love the 45 minute version of the Jackie.
0: I know you oh, do. It's I so just great. Jerry. I know you. I don't like have to... to
2: see Carson Daly bits. I don't have to hear um, Chris Collinsworth gushing over uh, uh, Taylor Swift. What was the Carson Daly bit, Jerry?
0: I wanted to. I thought maybe as you were fading into darkness, you would have mm-hmm. it on like you like to do on the couch yeah. before you went into bed.
2: I do like to fade into darkness. They had
0: Carson Daly right before. So they go to break, and it's right before the game actually starts in between the pregame show and the opening kick. And they have this Carson Daly, the voice piece that they put together. And it's teaching the Swifties about football. I Ugh. wanted to throw up.
2: Yeah, I would have thrown a like, brick at my on television. Now. I have bricks right by my TV. Oh.
0: What what TV you watch on a laptop?
2: <laughs> iPad, Jerry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you don't even get channel two, four, five, seven, nine, <laughs> no, or eleven. I do not, but I get the NFL
2: Plus app, and that's all I need. All I right. got it all right here in my in the lap of my
0: lap. <laughs> all right, let's take our first break. It's five eighteen. Uh, we got Boomerangio coming up at six. It is a football Monday on the Fan. Ooh, get, I'm
1: a, get, I'm a, get
0: Alright, nice to have you with this 25 after five. It is uh, the warm up show, Boomer and Gio coming up at six. Before I move on, just one other thing from last night, Al, that I wrote down that I yeah. thought was I'm not saying it's not a penalty, but I thought it was ticky tack. In the third quarter, it's still 20 to 20. Um, Brees Hall has that, I'm sure the package you watched showed, the 42-yard run that he had. Oh, yeah, Jerry. Then you had, a, I thought, a really good pass play. Wilson to, it was either Conklin or Uzama, I forget who, it was one of those guys out to the right that put the ball inside the 30, and they called the ineligible man downfield. And NBC showed the replay. You were talking like maybe a half a foot downfield. Again, probably by the book of penalty, but I thought a crappy call. Yeah, I hate spot. little
2: ticky-tacky – I think they, they got to it's funny, like, when the playoffs start, they always go, oh, they, that would be called in the regular season. Well, they just play like that all season long.
0: Thank you. Yes. I Thank you, I Jay. wish they would keep it consistent. But here's the other problem. Like, last week when the Cowboys lost to the Cardinals, they were called for, I think, 13 penalties. They all said going in they knew it was going to be a high-penalty game because that crew calls everything. Oh, is that right? we got certain crews that call different penalties. Or are we all supposed to call the same penalties? We sure are. It's like these umpires. they got different strike zones. Exactly, Jerry. We probably got the
2: Angel Hernandez crew for that Jet Chief game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You could make that. Because I'll make the case if the Jets go down and score a touchdown there. Now, I'm not saying the Chiefs don't come back. And when you don't know, it's Mahomes. But, my God, if they would fall behind by any amount of three three points, seven points, they got to be looking at them like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. And instead, they don't score.
2: Let me know if you saw – now, I heard C-Mac talking about this when I got in the car at 2.30 uh, this morning, Jay. Um and I noticed it uh, watching the 45-minute uh, the version of the game. There was one play where Patrick Mahomes is uh, sitting back there with all sorts of time. Then he rolls out, and this jet, I think number four, comes flying out of nowhere. He's going right for Mahomes and runs right by him. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah.
0: And I, I don't I have no explanation. For
2: they it. didn't show like a slower version angle on the regular TV broadcast. Uh, I, I well, wondered, I, that, I don't think they did.
0: At that point, I wasn't watching fully; it was zipping through.
2: Oh, zipping through! Zipping yeah, it was very through. strange. It, it might be one of those things where the angle we had it it it, it looked strange, but I, I I need to see that in slow motion.
0: You're right. That that would be one I can go back on the break and find because I actually oh. had that written down.
2: All right. Um, And then completely unrelated to the Jets or the NFL, uh, Buck Showalter was fired, Jerry.
0: That's not a football thing?
2: That is not football related.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I saw, and I thought it was interesting that he told us before the game. uh, I like that Steve Cohen said, I have empowered Mr. Stearns (laughs) to to make these decisions. He has empowered him? He has empowered him to pick his own guy. Um, Okay. I mean, you know, find me who's going to be better and let's see where the Mets are at. I don't think it's the wrong move. You got a guy in here to run the team. Um, that's his decision. Fair enough. Uh, I guess Billy Epler has no say in who the manager is. Uh, and then we start over, essentially. Again, I, I don't like the fact that the Mets are running through managers like the Jets run through coaches now.
2: Yeah, it's like it's every year yeah. you're getting a different dude in here. It's
0: I always find it funny, and we've seen this in other sports too. I think I forget with who. It happened with the Rangers, I think. Um, but you, or it happens in basketball too, how you could be good enough to be the coach or manager of the year and then get fired 12 months later.
2: Yeah, it doesn't make sense.
0: So you're good enough to be recognized as the best in your sport at what you do, 12 months later, you're a boob, get out.
2: So yeah, 12 months later, you suck,
0: get out. I mean, come on. Yeah. Now,
2: um, I know Buck Showalter was trying to have a moment with uh, the the beat reporters and yeah. the other reporters, and he was – telling uh, all the reporters at the press conference about his fate, and uh, he he seemed to be very upset that people were tweeting out the news when he looked up, Jerry, to make a human connection with a reporter. (laughs) I know. They were all buried in their phones. (laughs) Buck's fired. Buck's fired.
0: You have to. You have
2: to. This is the world we live in. in.
0: I know what Buck is saying, but if you're covering the (laughs) team— and the other nine reporters are tweeting out, Buck is telling us that he's done, and you're the one that doesn't? What are you going to yeah. tell your boss? You know what? Buck was looking me in the eye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um,
2: how- I would have got it out there, but Buck and I were having a moment there. He was telling us about himself being fired. Hey. Jerry, what were some of your other uh, favorite uh, w- games yesterday? What were your big surprises? What I- I'll give there you were... one to start it off. Yeah, and then, uh, uh, only because I, I don't want to catch you off guard there. The Bengals losing again and not, getting a, not scoring a touchdown. I don't know what the hell is going on All over right. there.
0: So I watched... Well, not watched. I listened to uh, Nick Costos, and you better you bet yesterday morning as I'm zipping around town for the bagels and the coffee and all that as I do on a Sunday morning.
2: Nick Costos. And
0: he gets to the Bengals-Titans. Yeah. Now, let me be very clear when I say this. I'm not picking on him. I agreed with everything he said. Everything he said. But he goes on about how terrible the Titans are, how they can't score a touchdown, let alone two, and the Bengals have figured it out. <laughs> and then you're watching this game. And the Bengals were putrid. Now, part of it is probably because Joe Burrow is not 100%. That having been said. Ugh. I mean, that was they, awful.
2: They had at least one other game where they didn't score a touchdown. I think Wasn't maybe, it the first
0: game of the season?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah week one. Yeah. Didn't score a touchdown. They
0: have, they've been out of sync. And I'm not saying he doesn't deserve the money. He does. When you get paid a gazillion dollars like he just got before the season began. Yeah. You better be better than this, because this has been terrible.
2: Yeah, that was very strange. I'm like, what is going on with the Bengals, Jerry?
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, this is um, its an interesting one-and-three start. I'm not saying they're not good. They're good enough, as we know, to reel off eight wins in a row and get themselves in. I suppose. In, but through four games, they look like one of the poorer teams in the AFC.
2: Yeah. Then your Dallas Cowboys had no problem beating up on uh, the Patriots.
0: Mac Jones got benched in the yes. third third? I think late in the third quarter, they brought in Bailey Zappi. see, I Zappy. wrote that down, Jerry. Third quarter, yep. Yeah, Bailey Zappi came in. Bailey Zappi. This was an interesting game only because the Cowboys, like they've had all season long, were having trouble in the red zone again, and they were kicking a bunch of field... They did have the the 120-yard touchdown pass to C.D. Lamb, but they got in the red zone like three different times, and they're kicking these 23-yard field goals. It's driving you crazy. And then really two plays basically sealed the Patriots' fate. You had the Leighton Van Der Esch um, fumble return for a touchdown as uh Jones was strip sacked, and then you had the Deron Bland had two interceptions, one he returned for a touchdown. Those two plays, I mean, that was it. The game was over and the Cowboys were flying from there. And they that was the the thirty-five point defeat was Bill Belichick's largest margin of defeat in his twenty-nine years as a head coach.
2: Oh, was that right? Yes. I didn't see that note anywhere, Jerry, and I look for NFL notes.
0: Yes, yes. That is what um they put on the on the screen on Fox as he was as he looked miserable walking off. It was a great shot of him. I think it was Bland's he had two interceptions in this game. I think on his second interception, uh Fox showed a, a great shot of Belichick where he had his hand in his face and just looked miserable. Yeah. And rightly so.
2: But I guess I guess Mac Jones is gonna be the quarterback next week.
0: Yeah, I would think so. They I mean decided. He wasn't he wasn't good yesterday, but they didn't lose the game because of Mac Jones. I don't think. He has that coffee good. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting cold because it's three degrees out here, Jerry. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. Yeah, it's very chilly Not inside here. in the banquet room this year, I see.
2: Not in the banquet room this year. Boomer, I guess, had come out here over the weekend and thought, this is looking pretty good pretty out here. Good. We're going to have a beautiful day here yeah. for golf. You know how I love to golf on a beautiful <laughs> day, Jerry. Yes,
0: I do. Yes, of course.
2: Um, um, what other games did I watch? The watching? Eagles
0: and Commanders were very oh, surprising yeah, Eagles- to Commanders. me. Oh, Eagles-Commanders. I thought Sam Howell. I know they lost, and I know he said afterwards there's no moral victories. Yeah. But the, you know, they're down or they were up seventeen seven, then the Eagles run right by him, take the lead. I thought that game was over, and the fact that he got them down the field in the last couple of minutes to tie. Now Ron Rivera took some shots online, you know, riverboat Ron for not going for two in the win. Yeah, uh, but I the, the Washington showed me something yesterday.
2: What'd they show you, Jerry? They're a competitor had in Tennessee the
0: East. They showed me they had some guts. They they played really well in Philadelphia. And another game where the Eagles weren't great and yet they win. And they're formed.
2: Exactly. Up. And this is the problem with it's teams killer. like that, Jerry. Like even when they have an off game and they win, yeah. that's the difference, Jerry, between champions and the Jets.
0: Mm-hmm. By the way, before -hmm. before we break, did you know that Deshaun Watson wasn't playing yesterday?
2: I did. It was so weird because prior to the game, I was looking at, uh, you know how I like to look at the inactives, Jerry, and all that (laughs) I I saw that the Browns were starting a guy I never heard of and didn't know existed, and the Raiders were starting a guy... I Aiden never heard of Aiden
0: O'Connell. Did... <laughs> yeah. I was like, who are these guys? You want to talk about getting your ass beat. Did you yeah. see Khalil Mack sacked him six times himself? I did. <laughs> I did see that was a pretty good day. <laughs> pretty. Good Gary, you think I he'll get
2: Defensive old. Player of the Week?
0: Uh, yes, I do. You do? Okay. <laughs>
2: six sacks will get that for you?
0: I would certainly think so. See, he got, I think he got sacked eight times in the game, and Mack had six of them.
2: Yeah. Well, if I was uh, Aiden O'Connell big, like, who's supposed to be blocking – Khalil Mack.
0: Yeah. And who didn't they go to? They had Hoyer, right, that they didn't play? Yeah, Hoyer. Instead of O'Connell? Yeah. At that point, don't you say, you know what, it's time.
2: Yeah, it's time. Let's bring in.
0: I mean, they don't even want me to back him up, really. (laughs) Yeah. This should be my big chance. Garoppolo's out, and I don't get to play. Yep. Oh, well. Any other games surprise you?
2: Um, Well, I think uh, C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans, Jerry. they they are 6 they are approaching, uh, and I couldn't imagine ever putting them on my fraudulent five list, but I do like this C.J. Stroud, and they are winning, Jerry.
0: Wow, so you might actually watch I, the Texans when they're in London.
2: I don't know. <laughs> that and I saw Kenny Pickett went down. Yes, there the were a injury. lot of injuries yesterday. Yeah, we were a lot of injuries. We don't know what's uh, the story, though, with that. I haven't seen any, like, uh, whether he's you know, what the injury is for Kenny Pickett. I don't know. I just I saw
0: Tredavious White of the Bills, a ruptured Achilles. He got carted off the Achilles. field. Yes. Oh, yeah, I did see that, yeah. So he'll be back trouble. after week seven with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and don't
2: look now, Jerry. Right, after weeks after the Jets' <laughs> bye. And don't look now, Jerry, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yeah. are three and one. Baker Mayfield is Tom Brady.
0: The Saints. Junior. Saints. junior. The, I mean, honestly, yes, they're good for them. They're three junior. and one. The Saints. Yeah, three the and Saints. one. Saints I me come
2: on! Uh, I would listen to Boomer all off season. He just kept telling me how the Saints are going to run away without division, Jerry. Yeah, Carr. Yeah,
0: they don't look so. That's good. what I heard. And that game was in New Orleans yesterday. I
2: also heard Pittsburgh was supposed to be pretty
0: good. Hey, they looked lousy. do to as... talk too loud. Thirty to six, they got yeah. hammer. And, and here is another one. Before we take a break, yeah, I know they lost, but how about the comeback that the Colts had? Oh yeah, they're down twenty-three nothing in the third quarter, and the they, Rams, and they come back and tie that game.
2: Yeah, I was uh, that was on red zone a lot, so I was uh, I feel like I w- I feel like I really watched that game. You the do Colts Rams, yeah. No, it was a weird one for some reason, and this isn't going to make sense, but it, I didn't feel like I was getting a lot of Bills Dolphins.
0: So I have a theory on that because my brother okay. said the same. My brother actually said the same thing to me. He's a big red zone watcher like you are. Uh, unless the Giants run, then he watches the Giants. Yeah. The theory was Bill's Dolphins was probably on across the country, mm-hmm. and so Red Zone probably figured if you want to watch Bill's Dolphins, you're watching it. That was the theory. Makes sense really? to me. Does make sense to me.
2: I was wondering, I'd have to go back and look. Maybe maybe a lot of the scoring was not done inside the 20, so we were getting the, oh, by the maybe. way, this just happened in the Bill's Yeah, maybe. Dolphins game
0: certainly possible. I don't I don't know how they I know the premise of the channel.
2: Yeah. But
0: I also know it's one of the biggest games. of the day also when the game started to get away from the dolphins, maybe they decided eh.
2: The Red Zone was really feeling themselves yesterday, Jerry. That's Scott Hansen in particular. He's yeah. He first of all, he he showed a screenshot of Tom Brady Tom Brady had a laptop open up to the uh, Red Zone. He goes, I love Red Zone channel. So Scott Hanson was like, oh, thank you, Tom Brady. Uh, he's a fan of Red Zone. You know who else loves Red Zone? And they showed a clip of Pat McAfee's show. And Aaron Rodgers going, oh, I love the Red Zone.
0: Yes, he talked about that last uh, Tuesday. Yeah.
2: That is so true. So, like, Scott Hanson was – and Scott Hanson was acting like he's friends with Tom Brady. He's like, Tom – well, that's not a Scott Hanson. <laughs> he goes <laughs> – Tom, uh next time we catch you up I'll have to thank you for that. Red zone. You love the red zone. We love the red zone. Aaron Rodgers loves the red zone. But that's bad. That means we don't like actual football. No, no, we just a... like to watch the red zone.
0: You don't. I like actual I football.
2: I can't I gotta be honest with you. I can't watch I can't put on a real game
0: anymore. At the end of I can't watch just end it with sports.
2: No no oh, I fine. love I do love I do love the <laughs> NFL but between red zone and then this forty-five minute version of the game that I could watch when the game's over, oh my gosh, Jerry! I totally get that. Commercials to anymore.
0: me, I get that, but to me, there's still nothing better than sitting down and watching a game. That's me, but we're different. All good. We I, take a break. I,
2: I think. I think the idea of sitting down and watching a game is always awesome. And then with halfway through the first quarter, like, this sucks.
0: It depends on the game. You can have yeah. a bad game where it's brutal and boring. That is very yeah. true. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. We'll uh, continue on this conversation and then more. And then Boomer and Geo standing by on the fan. Hey, just one uh, update, Al. Quarter to six. Uh, you were asking about Kenny Pickett. Mike Florio was reporting a minor MCL sprain, they're hoping. So if that's the case, it doesn't sound terrible. Uh, one other thing from your Bucks, you saw Mike who, Evans. Who will, who will be back faster,
2: Kenny Pickett or Aaron Rodgers? <laughs>
0: or Tre'Davious White, <laughs> week, <Yeah>. seven? <laughs> yep, week Seven. Yep. Aaron Rodgers is not coming back after Week Seven. We're full, right. We're joking around. He's going to be with the team, continuing his rehab. But did say Melissa Stark did say he plans to play again this season. We'll say. And Mike Evans of the Bucks. I wrote this down for you. Uh, he left the game with a hamstring injury too. So not yeah. good news for Baker Mayfield.
2: That's okay, Jerry. They're three and one. There you they on. are three Ooh. and one. They are on a roll. Um, I did see uh, the clips from the Toy Story alternate broadcast of the Jaguars. Yeah, so uh, what? I and,
0: didn't. What was this?
2: I, I kind of liked it. I'm not sure I would have watched it live. It lo- looked like a video game. It was so, pretty cool. Okay. I, all right. I saw it. Uh, I saw like a whole bunch of clips. Like after the uh, a play would happen, they would have it animated. Mm-hmm. It just looked like a video game.
0: Great. <laughs> Not interested. I, what? I don't know what to tell you. I hope you. they
2: do the Super Bowl like that, Jerry. I'll watch it live like that.
0: Well, um, maybe Noah Eagle will do it on Nickelodeon. Noah Eagle? Yeah, doesn't he do it with Nate on oh, Nickelodeon? Well, they
2: do the Nickelodeon version. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Maybe they'll do the a Toy Man Story version.
2: Well, Toy Story was ESPN, Jerry. They're not allowed to do it for the Super Bowl.
0: By the way, you know what I saw yesterday? There was a commercial, which, and I thought of you immediately. Did you see there was one of the commercials they ran where ACDC's back in black is on the commercial. It's like, how many times do these guys get paid for songs?
2: Back in black. Jerry, I don't see commercials. I watch only Red Zone and 45-minute oh. versions of uh, NFL games.
0: Okay, never mind.
2: But you're right. Uh, ACDC, Back in Black. There, That that song, I think, it was from like 1977. They're still cashing in.
0: And Ozzy. I think Ozzy Osbourne has a oh, song Ozzy. on like a Subway commercial or something. Is that right? I, something. No, Applebee's. So he's another Osborne. Ozzy one. Osbourne, yes.
2: Applebee's. Uh, yes, yes. Get your crunchy chicken. Oh, yeah. I. Like,
0: <laughs> it was for Dollaritas, yeah. I believe. What
2: is it for? Dollaritas. Yeah. Dollaritas. Yeah. Are we uh, over the Deion Sanders thing yet now that they uh, got rolled up? Uh, well, I guess they didn't get rolled up. Uh, no, they, no, uh, no, no. 41.
0: No, very. I'll ask this question. Did you see yeah. any of it? Nope. Okay. They were getting their asses handed to them. They were. Be- to where people on social media, there were so many celebrities there again on the sideline. Including, I think Cece Sabathia was one that was there baby, I think, was there. <laughs> the baby was there, Jerry? I can't even, can't even say that with a straight face. Yes, there were other artists that were there. There were athletes that were there. Terrell Owens was there. And at one point on social media, a bunch of people were blasting the fact that uh, all these celebrities were there. One guy was like, do you think they want to go over to the USC side now? Because they were getting just trounced. I don't know what happened in the latter stages of the third quarter and the fourth quarter where they made it look close
2: yeah like looking at the score Jerry I see a 48 41 game looks like a shootout
0: yeah no it really wasn't USC was rolling them pretty good and then they scored a whole bunch of points late which was again made it look respectable and the fact that they put up 41 points was good but this was a laugher for much of the game
2: yeah that dude Caleb Williams threw six touchdowns
0: yeah I don't I wouldn't say over it like I was very that game was noon, was 10 a.m. out there in Colorado is when they started that game. Oh,
2: okay. So early.
0: Yeah, and it was a noon game, and I watched the first quarter. I was I was looking forward to the game just to see if they could compete with them the way they couldn't with Oregon, and they couldn't. So I don't know if they're too small, too slow, whatever it is, but no, I'm, I'm still in Dion. I, I think he's going to do good things there. All
2: right. So we're still on the Dion bandwagon.
0: I am. Now. Yeah. All right. I, I
2: did see uh, Jerry the 49ers stay unbeaten, too. Uh, this Here's the thing, though. When I watch, like, all these Christian McCaffrey highlights and he scored four touchdowns, I'm just waiting for, like, him to go down to an injury. Like he does like, every I just, year. I just don't expect him to be there for the playoffs and all. I don't know. Yeah. So it's like I, I'm enjoying his uh, him being Christian McCaffrey now, but I'm not counting on it, like, the following week. I'm always expecting him just to get hurt.
0: So two things from that game. One, the Cardinals made a game of it. That was closer than the final score showed. Two, did you see what Brock Purdy did? What did he do? He was twenty of twenty one in the game. <laughs> I mean are you twenty that's of twenty one. That's a pretty good percentage. That's unbelievable. And then you see you see who they're playing next, the Niners.
2: Who are they playing next?
0: The Cowboys. Who it is. Sunday the Cowboys. Night. So they've got I don't know it's amazing the schedule. They get three straight home games, two in prime time. They get the third. so they got the Thursday night at home against the Giants, right? Mm-hmm. Then we're home on Sunday. So they got the extra break, and they were home, and then they're home again Sunday night. What the hell is that? Do,
2: so is that uh, – I'm sorry. I'm very distracted. I think the – uh, I, I can – someone's watching have, football. He has you, your microphones up, so all those are – yeah.
0: Someone's watching something. Yeah,
2: they're watching uh, the, the Jets uh, broadcast.
0: Right. So go ahead.
2: I'm very thrown
0: off. Very maybe. thrown off. So they get very three in a row in Santa Clara. That was the point I was making. I oh, I see. Schedule where I thought the Giants' schedule sucked this year. I, the the Niner one is very favorable. These three games in a row. Yeah.
2: So they get the. So the Cowboys have to go back to Candlestick Jerry. The the. Well, they don't where, play a Candlestick where anymore. The uh, the catch a, happened. All no, because that's
0: in San Francisco Candlestick Park. They're going to be in Santa Clara at Levi Stadium. No oh, okay. catch. No. B- although Brandon Ayuk I think had 17 catches oh, yesterday gosh, for yeah. 200 yards. Yeah, he was all over it. Holy, it was basically Purdy to Ayuk. And McCaffrey.
2: And then uh, this is a, a baseball note, Jerry, a retirement note, if you don't mind. Uh, Adam Wainwright retiring longtime St. Louis Cardinal. Yeah. And I thought they did him dirty with the gift that they gave him. <laughs> They gave him a puppy.
0: Everybody's not like you, Al. Some people oh, like puppies. What a terrible gift! <laughs> Maybe the family a loves puppies. What a terrible gift! They're a they're a dog family.
2: Oh my gosh!
0: That's a great now he's gonna, gift.
2: Now he's got to take care of this dog. This guy was set uh, for retirement. He was going to enjoy his life, he's last, to walk a dog. Last a time poop. I
0: checked, he doesn't live alone in Bradley Beach. He's got a family, a monster home, and probably has hired help. He'll my be dog, fine.
2: not even joking, Jerry vomited in her bed yesterday. <laughs>
0: On that note, we take a break. (laughs) Sorry to hear that. Um, Boomerangio coming up in a moment. We'll wrap it up after this. Amy Lawrence, Odyssey Sports Minute, QB Injuries. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, Welcome back. Got about a minute or so left. Boomerangio standing by. I do have some advice for you, Al, because I know if the dog is vomiting, it's in her own bed or whatever. Um, wipe away your tears and smile through your regrets, and you guys will end up in a better place.
2: <laughs> so, wipe away the tears, smile through regrets. All Just right, Jerry, I'll...
0: smile as you're cleaning up that vomit out of the dog's
2: bed. Oh yeah, no, I was smiling, Jerry, year to year, <laughs> as they say.
0: Oh, I wish I had a camera on you when you when you discover okay. that.
2: What is that pile of oh vomit? What is that pile of vomit?
0: Do you regret the dog or the orange car more?
2: Well, the orange car is long gone. That's, see, <laughs> the orange car you could get rid of and no one will look poorly yeah, no. upon you.
0: You love the dog. You're not if I rid told of people
2: dog. I got rid of my dog, oh <laughs> yeah. my God. You're better off walking away from your children than your to Well, let's relax.
0: <laughs> <laughs> people neither will be like are I good. Listen, I understand. Neither are good.
1: WFAN FM. WFAN-FM. WFAN FM HD1, New York. Always live on the Free Odyssey app.